This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. in the party of choice andy pate and welcome to hour number two here on rush to reason klz 560 i'm andy pate filling in for john rush who i'm st- i'm sure is still in his secret hideaway volcano lair where he tends to hole up when i am not and when i'm taking over here uh we're going to be talking about colorado gop politics and we're going to be talking about a thing called the opt-out where the colorado gop the leaders of it want us to opt out of our currently open primary. Now, for those outside our state, because I know we got a lot of listeners up in Wyoming and you know Nebraska and so forth, if you're thinking, why would I want to listen to this? I'm going to give you a big reason. Right now, there's a huge division in the GOP state to state to state. Every state has it. And it is really between two groups. And you can either call them the um, liberty movement Republicans versus the quote unquote establishment Republicans. I don't like those. I don't like either title. I think they're both inaccurate, but that's the titles that have been floating around liberty movement versus establishment. Or a lot of times it breaks down to pro Trump or the Trump onlys, the Trump onlys versus the not Trump onlys. And so then you got people calling each other rhino. You got people calling each other establishment. You got people calling each other, whatever. All right. This breakdown has got a lot of people in a lot of states, especially in the liberty movement, taking over parties. And this is coming to us. I I remember a number of callers have told us from Wyoming that their state party is actually very moderate, very establishment, you, you might say. And a lot of times they're like, well, we would really like the liberty movement to take over our party, you know, and then we wouldn't have had to deal with Liz Cheney for so long. And I can, I can understand that. But what you're going to hear over the next hour and a half is you're going to hear a lot about what happens when the thing, or it can be a very shocking and surprising thing. And a lot of things that can happen that you didn't see coming. And that's what we're going to be talking about now. I have with me in studio today a gentleman who I've known for quite a while online, but I've never met in person, and that is Eli Bremer. Eli, how are you? Well, I'm great, Andy. Thanks for having me on today. Well, it's incredible having you here, Eli. And Eli is from the no on opting out, you know, side. You, you, you're against opting out, and there That's are correct. a lot. And right now, if you talk, and that would pigeonhole you in the establishment republicans you're really not you're a very liberty oriented guy but here's the thing 
the people who currently run our state party, they are very yes on opting out. And they want to push this through in any way, shape, or form they can. Here's the big question. Why would people want to hear from Eli Bremer on this? What qualifies? Well, Andy, first of all, thanks for having me on. And it is great to finally meet you in person. Um, and I am glorious, aren't I? You, you're, uh, you are so high energy. I feel like I'm going to go, <laughs> need to go out at a break and get a bunch of coffee. Yes, so, I am coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have, I've been around Republican politics a long time. I grew up down in Colorado Springs, uh, went to the Air Force Academy, had to be, I couldn't be political while I was there. Uh, but I did a career in sports. Uh, after after I got out of the Air Force, I got much more politically involved. Now, wait a minute. You were a pentathlete. Yes, that's correct. Okay, what, what is that? Uh, every, everybody asks the same question, but thank, thankfully you did not say how many sports are in the pentathlon. No, I, no, I did not. <laughs> I get that uh, a lot. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, uh, no, it's shooting, fencing, swimming, horseback riding, and running. Has a has a strong history in the military. All fact, at once, or do you do them successfully? Well, you have to do them sequentially. Oh, yeah. sequentially. Yeah, you don't yeah. swim on the horse. It's. It I think that'd be out. really cool if you swam on the horse and you were shooting it. If you could take out the other guy's horse. Well, no, I've wanted to shoot my own horse before. Oh, yeah, that that I've wanted to do because you you have to draw for the horse. Now, but. when I swim, I wear those floaty things. So you're going to have to do the same if we ever race. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, because I don't. Want, I don't want that advantage. It just wouldn't be right. But go ahead. <laughs> so um, anyway, so after after my career in the Olympics, I got out of the Air Force um, and I got a degree from the George Washington University in political management, particularly focused on campaigns. Uh, my research thesis was actually on Colorado campaigns and particularly the caucus system. A so you did a thesis on the caucus system. I did. I did. I, Pro, I spent, con, or informational? Uh, it, was, it was largely a diagnosis of the state of the caucus system. Uh, my undergraduate degree at the Air Force Academy was in economics. And uh, I, I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. Economics was a, an right. easy one for me because if you, if you listen to Rush, you understand economics. Yes. And so I, I approached it from the point of view of how do incentives work? Because I'm, I'm very interested in the concept of, of how governance systems impact outcomes. I became a leader in the Olympics after the Larry Nassar scandal because I was able to ar- articulate why that was a predictable event. So I, I, I have a lot of experience looking at systems and, and saying, how, how will this system impact the outcome? One thing I've really noticed, Eli, in your posts online, and we'll get to the fact that you are the most evil man in America here shortly. The, that, that is what you are thought of. I have never seen somebody this hated online by the quote-unquote liberty movement. It's I have not. Else. I it, mean, and it's, it, it blows my mind because when I, when I look at your views, they are all liberty movement. Well, Andy, in that, in that vein, you, you opened the show with a really good point about the division in the party today. And I want to I start by defining that that division is, I don't believe, about values. It's about tactics. Yes, and it is. I, you know, I'm not only am I pro-life, my son was born just up the road here, about five miles up the road at Anschutz, at 27 weeks, one and a half pounds. You're not going to find anybody more pro-life than I am. Right. I am a pretty much libertarian-esque economics kind of person. That's, that's how I view the world. I think the government pretty much screws up everything it does. I'm for limited government, local control. Um, you know, I believe in our founding fathers. Okay, now, so, so, so people are wrong. You don't have Liz Cheney posters all over your home. No, I couldn't stand No, her. No statue of Mitch McConnell? No. 
So what do you pray to? I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I pray because to the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, every but from day. what I hear from everybody else, you pray to Mitch McConnell. Are you are you the lone voice in the back of the audience at GOP debates cheering for Chris Christie? No, no, I, I, you know, and actually, I totally. You're not a communist. Well, and, and you know, one of my big issues is protecting women's sports. He came out and said he was perfectly fine with men who identified as women coming in, in women's sports. Said Republicans need to give up on it. Eli, I've you, given up on him. You just don't seem like the you know ultimate example of evil brought together in one human being like you have been depicted well, online andy i th- i think it comes down to though the question is are, are we are republicans going to take winning seriously or are they are they going to fight but not win and again i came out of that military background i, I came out of a sports background and i have a strong bent towards saying i want to see results and i want to see republicans move the ball down the field and score some points Okay, well, obviously, you're very qualified to talk on this. When we get back, we're going to talk about the open primary, how did it come about, and let's get right into this whole talk about opting out and this big division in the Colorado GOP. Sound good? Sounds great. Okay, up next is Premier Home Remodel. Whether remodeling one room or several, you want all your contractors coordinated under one roof. To make your remodel look its best, call Premier at 720-619-8773, or you can find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is the full-service remodeling company for your individual needs. Remodeling your home does not have to involve tearing down your entire house or even half of your home. Premier Home Remodels will work with you on any remodeling idea you have, regardless of the size, as they want to build long-term relationships with all their customers. They can help you complete a small remodel now, even if it is only your kitchen cabinets, while assisting you in planning for the future home you want when you want it. Premier Home Remodels will guide you to your end home goal and will incrementally work with you towards your dream home. With Premier Home Remodels over 50 collective years of experience, they can handle any size remodeling project. And they want to earn your trust by offering a free consultation and evaluation so you can decide together what is best for your home. To start the conversation for your home remodel, go to klzradio.com remodel. KNR Home Transitions. Hey, it's a tough market now. So don't try buying or selling with your friend's realtor. Get two realtors for the price of one, and they have all the angles covered with Catherine and Robin. For the total package, call KNR at 720 437 8210. You need to sell your home, but it needs some remodeling. That sounds simple. All you need to do is source contractors, research the market to find out what buyers are looking for, direct the work to be done, hire someone to clean up the mess, do the work, shoot photography and list the home, negotiate with buyers, make concessions, and redo some of the work you already did. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very simple. But there is a better option. You can hire Kat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions and let them partner with Reup to handle the updates without paying a dime up front. Reup will remodel your home based on what will sell and increase value. They will do the work, clean the mess, and Cat and Robin will market and list the home to sell fast. K&R will help you navigate the process start to finish. You can let them do the work and enjoy the additional cash you make from selling a highly marketable home faster than you could have. Go to klzradio.com home to learn more about K&R Home Transitions and Reup. When you use veteran windows and doors, you can trust that the installation will always be done correctly. 
With the rain and drastic changes in temperature daily, you may have noticed your windows or doors letting in cold and hot air. Or worse, water seeps in through your windows or doors, damaging your drywall and your home. This can happen due to improper installation or poor quality products, which occurs far too often with other companies. But Veteran Windows and Doors guarantees that both their installation process and products they use will always meet and exceed code. And with Veterans, you will not have leaks or drastic temperature changes inside your home. You want your windows and doors to do their job by keeping the weather outside, keeping your home comfortable inside. So you need a trustworthy company that will do the job right. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Reach out to them today by going to klzradio.com slash window. That's klzradio.com slash window. I-5 Plumbing knows that your drains are out of sight, out of mind. Until they back up, High 5 uses a range of high-tech gadgetry to find out what's blocking your pipes and drains. From small augers to big rooters that slice through clogs like a hot knife through butter, they have the tools and knowledge to fix your clog fast, right, and permanently. High 5 can solve your plumbing problem fast and educate you on what happened and how to prevent it in the future. Drain clogs can happen far from where you can see and for a wide range of reasons and causes. So when it is necessary, High 5 uses a camera system to take video footage of the clog and show it to you so you can stop it from happening again. High 5 also offers an enzyme treatment which is a bacteria that feeds on organic matter like algae, mold, hair, and other clog-causing material to keep your drains running freely. When your drains are gurgling and draining slowly, call High 5 for this at 877-WE-HIGH-5 today or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush, along with the evil one, Eli Bremer. So good to be with you. The most <laughs> wicked human being in all of Colorado. You know, my son would love this. He's he's eight years old, and he identifies as a Jedi. So, Oh, does he really? Yes, he does. We haven't started any transitions yet, though. Has he chosen which side? Uh, he's He's the light side. Oh, oh! Yeah. So you're, you're going to, but but later on you can inform him that but you are his I father. Am his father, exactly. <laughs> Most people don't find that out when they're 22, but I guess he will. Yeah. All right, now, um, really quick here, Eric and Albert, hold on for a bit. We're going to first set up the uh, topic. Eli, what is an open primary, and how did it come about in Colorado? Well, the open primary was passed in 2016. It was a citizen-led ballot initiative, uh, which meant that it was placed on the ballot via petition as opposed to going through the state legislature. Um, in that process, we wound up uh, we wound up having um, unaffiliated voters, which right now make up uh, 47 or 48 percent of our state's electorate. They will get both ballots. They get a Republican ballot and a Democrat ballot in the primary, and they can cast one of those two. So what it means is that Republicans get Republican ballots, Democrats get Democrat ballots, unaffiliates get both, but they can only vote in one. Okay. And that's what an open primary is. All right. And uh, l- let me ask you this. Do you like open primaries, or would you prefer it be a closed primary? Philosophically, I have a big problem with the open primary. I think Republicans should choose Republican candidates. Right. It's kind of logical. With that said, I 
I am a you know, businessman. I look at numbers. I've gone back and looked since the uh, open primary happened, and I have not yet found a major race where the outcome would be decided by the margin of the unaffiliateds. So from a practical point of view, from a philosophical point of view, I, I don't like it. From a practical point of view, I have yet to see empirical evidence that it has fundamentally altered the Colorado election system. Okay, so what is the big vote coming up this week? Well, under the, the proposition, yeah, proposition 107, 108, uh, to be constitutional, uh, they, the, the lawyers who were behind that knew that there had to be an opt-out provision. The courts have ruled that you can't just force a party unilaterally to do this. So under, under the uh, proposition 107, 108, you had, to, you had to get 75% of the vote of the entire central committee, and then you could opt out of the primary and nominate your, your um candidates purely by caucus and assembly. So what that means is that there would be no primary. 99% of your listeners, by, by statistic, do not attend the caucus. Uh, military are, are, generally speaking, prohibited from it. Okay, so if, if people, if our candidates are only chosen at caucus and, and petition, then basically, because caucus is almost entirely activists and insiders, Okay, who who attend, and you have a few people who want to get involved, but it's largely grassroots activists and also insiders for the party. It, so they would be. So basically, you're saying less than one percent of the party would be choosing the candidates to represent the party. Way less than one percent. And what we've seen is there's been a huge fall off in caucus participation. I was the chairman. Yes, of, there has. I was the chairman in El Paso uh, in the 2012 presidential election, and we were the largest party in the state. We had you know, caucus locations that had 30 people that now are producing zero. Uh, Adams County in the last election, they had almost half of their delegate slots went unfilled. They literally could not find warm bodies to go fill delegate slots. Can I say there are many reasons and I don't want to go through them all, but I'm going to give you one, just one. Bullies. People don't like, look, if people want to cast a vote, this is why we have a thing called the secret ballot. You want to be able to cast your vote in secret. Nobody you know, browbeat you and bully you at a table with a small group around it, you know, regarding that vote. You don't want that up, you know, that in your face kind of campaigning with you right there and then when you're going to cast a vote that actually matters. Well, that, that's correct. And it wasn't always that way. The first time I attended a no, caucus. No, it wasn't. It I changed. Was, yeah, I was a teenager uh, in 1994, it was my first exposure to politics at all. My father ran for county commission. Uh, he, he went and met with all the precinct leaders, went through the process, and he, he had a very substantial win of the caucus. The attendees were very different back then. They, they felt like they were screening the candidates uh, for qualifications to make sure that they were really well qualified for the job. In 2012, when I was the, the El Paso County chair, I, uh, I, I signed up for training from the Ron Paul campaign. And the Ron Paul campaign had a caucus-only strategy. They, they knew they weren't very strong. So they went into caucus states, and they did training. And I, I signed up, credentialed in, and went into it. And they explicitly said, our goal is to disrupt the, the right. caucus process. because And they were incredible. By the way, uh, I, had, I had a number of Ron Paul supporters verbally assault my wife. And she was, at the time, carrying around some literature. They knocked it out of her hands. And, and they were I had trained. to get in their face because I'm protecting, you know, I'm defending Andy, my wife. That's, as we say in software development, that's a feature, not a bug. Okay. They right. were trained to do that. Now, 
uh, if you look at it, the, the candidates who have had the most success are like Ron Paul on the Democrat side. It's Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah. So it's it's those types of candidates whose supporters are very agitated and they're willing to go to these extremes. The problem with a tactic like this is that once one side does it, it's like nuclear weapons. Once it you grew. launch one, it's going to it's exactly. going to proliferate. And so various different uh, scam packs and special interest groups started training their people on how to be disruptive at the caucuses. And it drove a lot of the, the regular mom and pop, just the good Christian conservatives that had been the backbone of the caucus into the into the shadows. Well, you know, I was the vice chair in um, Arapaho for a while. And I'll tell you what, I God can't bless you for that, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm OK. I have battle scars. You know, I, I cannot tell you how many people said never again am I going to caucus. So they hated it. They hated it. They didn't like how they were chosen. Well, anyway, thanks for laying this out. So basically, the Colorado GOP is trying to, and by the way, they are proposing some sort of a different primary that they would oversee and said, we'll get into that in a bit. But first, I want to hear from Eric in Elbert County. Eric, how you doing, sir? Hello. Hello, Eric. You are on the line. Uh, I would have to uh, agree on the idea of keeping the primary open. Okay. And the only reason I, 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 I agree on that, but I've done the whole caucus apparatus when I was younger. How'd you like I it? Am, I'm a millennial and stuff, so a lot of us are not participating. Why, why I, Eric, Eric, before you run on, why is that? Why? Yeah. Because you're right. Millennials and the caucus, I mean, they generally so, are not attending. So a, a lot of it is... Even the discussion now where I, I talk to a, a lot of younger people and they they feel like they're, they're not getting anything out of what uh, is, is being handed to them. Okay. Like they feel that, yeah, you're establishment people or whatever. That may be talking points for the elites up atop, yet you're either uh, like, like Trump people or you're the establishment when... That's not what they even care about. Okay, well, so you're saying that you want to keep the open primary. Do you like the fact that it's open, or are you just saying you don't want to go through what it would take to leave it? So it's not. I, I, I like to find to keep it open because I I was a Republican for a while. Okay, and uh, I left because I felt like the party was telling me how to think, and I'm, I'm and. A lot of young people, we want to be independent thinkers. We don't like the idea of tell, people telling us, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to think. But and your, so but your views, no, no, Eric, uh, let me jump in here because this is a great point. And I was actually debating somebody online about this, and they're for opting out. And, I, and they're saying all these people, unaffiliated, who are jumping into the primary, into our primary, are only there to disrupt. And I said, you know what, guys, an awful lot of people in our primaries are people who left the Republican party, which is hemorrhaged numbers. And the reason they left the Republican party is they are still right leaning on a lot of topics. They don't like the party itself for various reasons. You just gave one. You didn't feel listened to. Would you say Eric, that you are still very right leaning on a lot of topics? So I would say that I'm very libertarian leading. Yeah. And, but I'm a libertarian leading conservative and I felt like I kept clashing with the Republican Party that they weren't listening. So I was like, screw this. I'm going to be an independent. And I voted and supported 
107 and 108 because I was like, no, I've been to the caucuses. Those people do not listen if you're young and stuff. I was in our caucus group was one of the only youngest people there. And you kind of just get looked at and he's like, no, you don't know what it, what it's like here. It's, it's, it's like it's a good old boys club and that you aren't part of it. Eric, I, I've got a question for you. If you're uncomfortable answering this, feel free to to say that. But do you, generally speaking, vote for Republicans or vote for Democrats? I More often than not. Okay. So, Andy, I think that's that's a really good point that you brought up and that Eric has brought up is that there are a lot of these people, the 48% that are unaffiliated, so a lot of them are like Eric, that, that are effectively – Republicans, they're they're just registered unaffiliated for a variety of reasons. Some of them didn't like the party. Some of them didn't like President Trump. Some of them didn't like Mitt Romney. Right. Whatever it is. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Eric, let me ask you more. One more. By the way, sorry to keep you on so long, but it's really great oh, hearing no, from I, you. I, I, this is what I, I, I somebody was telling me. They said, "Oh, get into this debate." I, I said, "I want to get into this debate." Excellent, because I have one last question for you. It has been basically said that people like you, who, when they weigh in on the Republican primary, they're all trying to disrupt it. Okay, they're trying. You are basically committing subterfuge. You, you are undermining us. Is that why you vote in the Republican primary, or do you vote in the Republican primary simply to pick the candidate that you best feel reflects you? So I vote in the Republican primary because that is, that's exactly what you're on. I vote for the one that I most align with, and that gives me that choice instead of this idea of, because on caucus, you literally have to cave into whatever the majority is saying, hey, no, we're going to go for this guy, or we're going to go for this person. Oh, Eric, like, if, you you're talking, if you're talking about the majority basically saying you need to cave to them, at that point you're talking about a form of bullying. Exactly, and that's why I left the party. You were bullied out of the party, weren't you? And caucus was part of where it happened. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I, I still to this day, I like, I am a conservative, a libertarian leading conservative, conservative, because I, I do believe in a, a, a lot of the aspects, but I do not like how they literally treat you, the party treats you, and I know a lot of people. I've talked to a lot of younger people. And they're independents because they don't like the parties. Eric, let me say something to let you go with this. Um, I hope you come back to the Republican Party because, in my opinion, we don't need less of Eric. We need more of Eric. Okay? I think that you are the Republican Party. You're a libertarian guy. That is largely the Republican Party. By the way, the Republican Party has trended libertarian now for the last 20, 30 years. Hardcore. I don't even know why there's a libertarian party anymore. No offense to them. Wonderful people. But they've won. They've basically taken over the Republican <laughs> Party. And so I hope, Eric, I hope one day you come back. I know your frustration with caucus. I share it. But I think that you would be phenomenal for our team. You'd make us better, not worse. All right. Yeah, that, that's, that's the ultimate goal at some point. Fantastic. Well, Eric, thanks for joining us, man. Take care. All right. Thank you. Boy, was he sharp. He is. And, you know, Andy, that's... And he reflects a lot of people. That's not just Eric. And, and that's that's the young voters. Uh, you know, when you think about the, the average caucus attendees, they tend to be older, white, you know, white individuals. They tend to be more retired. 
The reality of it is if Republicans want to compete in the state, we have to inspire people like Eric and the people that he knows. Because when we're out campaigning, we can't let a guy like Eric fall by the wayside. And, and a technical point here, one of the things that happens with the, the current primary situation is that uh, campaigns can see that a guy like Eric pulls the Republican ballot. And so that helps campaigns know who to target to right. to get out the vote in the general election. Sounds great. Okay, uh, Eli, when we come back, I'm going to get down to let's get to the crux of the matter. Okay, what I want to ask is our open primaries, the reason we have weak establishment candidates that have ruined us the past three election cycles. You know that that is the number one accusation coming from the pro opt out crowd. They, they are saying that the open primary is giving us these weak establishment candidates and killing us. So when we come back, I want you to respond to that. Sound good? Sounds great. Let's put that one to bed. You bet. Up next is group insurance analysts. Do you know all the details about insurance? No, of course not. And if you don't, you need GIA to shop for you. Just call group insurance analysts at 303-423-0162, or you can find them at e-gia.com. Finding the right health insurance plan can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars more in medical costs out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance, and his team of ACA health specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs and at the very best premium. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or online. Whether it is qualified health insurance plan, dental, life, or vision insurance, GIA has got you covered. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. GIA is an authorized enrollment center for Connect for Health Colorado, the only place you can get an advanced premium tax credit to lower your premium. Roof savers, there's nothing like seeing a dry, brittle roof suddenly look young and new after treatment from Dave Hart at Roof Savers. Call Dave at 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin doesn't just want to make a sale. He wants to earn your business for decades to come. That takes honesty and quality right from the start. So call Genesis 1-3 Electric at 833-236-6797. Genesis 1-3 Electric owner Dustin takes his call to love his neighbors as a calling in his work. His team's core values show that clearly. First, they operate their company in faith. 
and respect the spiritual beliefs of both their employees and customers. Dustin believes that if he is a blessing to them and you, then you will in turn bless him by giving him your business. Secondly, Genesis 1-3 strives to do everything with excellence. Whether it's answering the phone quickly and professionally, or installing or repairing services, Dustin and his team do it with excellence. You won't find any corner cutting with the team at Genesis 1-3. Lastly, they operate with integrity. In their 4.8 Google rating, 5.0 Home Advisor rating, and responses show that they clearly value and respect their customers in everything they do. Having electrical problems can be scary and aggravating, and you can trust the rock-solid values of Dustin and his team at Genesis 1-3 Electric to let there be light in your home by going to klzradio.com slash light today. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21 percent. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS two nine eight one nine one regulated by door equal credit lender. Now back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's afternoon rush, KLZ five sixty. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Eli Bremer, the most evil man in America and quite possibly the cosmos. You never know. You if never there know. is life on other planets, <laughs> I want you to know it is better than you. Well, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to. That, that's, that's what I've heard. Determined. Elon Musk, when he ever gets his way and we're in okay, uh, all then right. we'll know. Then we'll know. Okay. Well, first of all, before, and we do have another, by the way, we have proof online and we can't go to him right now because we got to get through this, uh, this segment quickly. But Ken, you're going to be in the next segment. We have proof online that there are good, nice people on both sides of the issue. And that is Ken DeGraff. He's a good guy. And we'll be talking to him after the next break. First, are open primaries the reason we have weak establishment candidates that have ruined us the past three election cycles? Are they the cause of all the world's ills? Well, Andy, I think when people make bold statements like that, the first question anybody should have is, from where are you getting this, your, your information? And I, again, I've looked back at various different elections, and I have yet to see how uh, the, the candidates have changed fundamentally since 107 and 108. Uh, were passed. And so if you look at the margins of victory uh, in the last election or the previous elections before that, you just don't see that. So realistically, we probably have the exact same candidates um, so far. I mean, that could change in the future uh, with the open primary as we did in the closed. Okay, here's my big concern with it, Eli, and I'm going to jump right in. I think that this is, I think, look, I I think a lot of Republicans right now are wanting to point the finger away from themselves and say the problem is out there. It is election fraud. 
Okay, and by the way, there was election fraud in 2020. I've talked about it. And, you know, was it enough? We don't know because we've never seen the ultimate, you know, the ultimate detailing of the numbers that Ted Cruz wanted before ratifying, which I believe I, w- I wish we would have gotten. And look what Elon Musk came out with on Twitter. We know Twitter was manipulated. Yeah, exactly. You know, look, obviously what the FBI did with big tech in subverting the, the, Hunter, uh, Biden the Hunter Biden laptop story, that did throw the election. There's no question. Yep. If, if only because of that, the election was stolen. I think we can agree on that. But... We constantly want to look at election fraud or we want to look at open primaries. We want to point the finger anywhere but at us. And I think there are some massive other reasons why we are losing elections in Colorado. Can I throw a couple at you? Absolutely. Okay, the first one is we have no plan for actually winning voters to our side. Oh, I think that's 100% true. None. We have no message training for volunteers, candidates, no plan for party advertising, no outreach of any kind, no impact in the community, no plan for equipping Republicans in schools. There's one. How about equipping young Republicans in schools so that if a kid goes to a public school, they can actually defend themselves? There's no winning voters at all, ever, period. Well, Andy, I, th- I think this goes to one of the crux of the issues that, that our last caller talked about, where he, he's a millennial. We have to get young people in. And right. it's their future. I mean, I'm, I'm right at the top end of the millennial. I'm at the bottom end of, of, uh, of, um, of, of being a ba- uh, Gen I've, X. You know, I've heard and, you're at the bottom end. Yeah, I'm at yeah. the bottom end. Anyway. Um, it, but we have to get young people in, and we're turning them away because Republicans have a really bad image in this state. And we've done nothing to rehabilitate it. And, next, next thing, what about the huge influx of blue state voters over the past couple decades? Well, we, we My know, goodness. We know for 100% certain that that has altered the composition of the state. My county completely has nearly doubled in the last 10 years, the number of voters and the preponderance of them is very clearly Democrats and Democrat leaning on affiliates. Exactly. Next one, the Trump effect. Okay, look, we have to face facts. The last three election cycles, which, by the way, also coincides with the aftermath of the open primary starting. And once again, you and I do not support open primaries. So if anybody wants to debate and, you know, how about how bad open primaries are. Sorry, we're already there with you. You had us at hello. Okay, but. Trump has been the face of the Republican Party the last three election cycles. I like Trump. You like Trump. The voters, I, was a, I was called a rhino because I was on the Trump campaign in 2016. Right, right, right. But the voters in Colorado absolutely do not like Trump, and that is what every poll says. And, by the way, the Democrats time and time and time and time and time again tie every Republican candidate to Trump. So, obviously, they know that sells. Well, Andy, look at, the, look at again, the math behind that. Colorado has had a ton of new people coming, moving in out here. Many of them are young college-educated women. If you look nationally at the polls, what is the number one group where Donald Trump struggles? That group. Exactly. And so that's another demographic issue that we can look at and say that contributes to where we are today. Okay, next one, the personhood amendment. Now, as you know, I believe in what the personhood amendment says. You know I'm hardcore pro-life. I'm a pro-life speaker. However, the personhood amendment went far much further than we had already persuaded the electorate. If you try to basically make demands in legislation beyond what you've persuaded the electorate, if you try to legislate past what the electorate wants, they're going to snap back at you. The personhood amendment, I believe, and I, I can just you can just look at the numbers, was the greatest recruitment tool for the Democrats I've ever seen. It was it was stunning. And there's a there's a saying I like to to use, which is that 
we should be fighting for the electorate instead of with the electorate. And uh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm extremely pro-life. My son was born three months right. before he could have been legally aborted. I think, I think our abortion laws in the state are, are atrocious. But The Democrats, I think, have now extended it till, till you're 21 years old. You can be aborted. But after that, they say you got yeah, they, to live. Yeah, as long as you vote Democrat. Exactly. Uh, but but that's, a, that's a classic example where uh, we didn't have the politics right on that. And we, didn't, we, can, we can throw a temper tantrum and say we want to get this all the way done. Or we can look very clear-eyed at the situation and say we, we cannot fight with the electorate on battles that we cannot win. Okay, one last one. Then we got to go to break. Um, comfortable Colorado. And here's what I mean. There's so much money pouring into Colorado constantly that even the Democrats can't destroy our economy. And what I mean is this. All these people moving here from California are selling homes that are there. Not that big of a deal, but they're still selling them for a million, five or two million coming here and pouring that money into our economy. We've had them coming from California, from Illinois, from New York, from all over, pouring this money in year after year after year into our economy. And of course, we also have tourism. This has been an economy that has been liberal proof. And also we have the Tabor Amendment, which shuts down so much of what the Democrats could do. Those things combined make it hard for the liberals to wreck Colorado and prove how damaging they are. And I think that that has really helped them in elections. I, I think Tabor is the reason why Democrats have been able to get away with what they're doing, because Tabor has prevented them from doing what they want to do. The Democrats want to go tax us into oblivion. Tabor prevents that. But on a political side of things, it is also given a pass to people like Jared Polis and the Democrats who run our state because they passed higher regulations, but they haven't been able to pass higher taxes. Okay, we're going to go to break and then we're going to come back to Ken DeGraff, who I can't wait to hear from. But first, I can't wait to hear from Gino's Auto. They got an A-plus rating with Better Business Bureau. If you want the best working on your car, call Gino's. That's Gino's with a J, 303-794-6700. Gino's Auto Service is promoting a smooth ride with special savings on struts. Your struts play a big part in the handling of your vehicle and the comfort in your ride. This month, purchase two Napa Quick Struts and earn a $50 prepaid Visa card. Purchase four Napa Quick Struts and you'll receive a $150 prepaid Visa card. Updating and replacing struts are important to the structure holding your tires, the brakes, and steering system. Geno's is celebrating 40 years in business, serving Colorado families in Littleton. We back up our work with Napa's nationwide 36-month, 36,000 miles peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Enjoy a smooth ride and get either a $50 or $150 prepaid Visa card with a new strut purchase. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. That's Geno's with a J. Visit us online at genosautoservice.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is so certain he can help you plan your retirement. He'll buy you dinner just for the opportunity to meet with you. If you have investable assets and need your portfolio analyzed for volatility, performance, and personal and professional expenses, you need Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al has been in this business for over 30 years, and his listeners on KLZ trust him implicitly with their own retirement plan performance. With the economy making things more difficult by the day, you need someone to make sure that you're on the most efficient path to stretch out your investment risk and ensure that your goals are still in sight. 
For a limited time, Al is offering a free dinner to those who have investable assets and who want to reevaluate their retirement plan. Just go to klzradio.com slash money today to make a no-strings-attached appointment to come meet with Al and have dinner on him. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. Father and son, Doug and Hunter, and the team at Cub Creek Heating and AC know what good old-fashioned integrity means. They've been in business since 1997, and they approach service the same way they did when they started. They look at every job like it's their own home because they always want to be sure they can sleep at night with a clear conscience. They don't go for upsells. They give you options, and you can decide what's right for you. Cub Creek breaks down your charges in an itemized list while they're in your home to avoid surprises. That's why when people want a second opinion on their HVAC needs, They call Doug and Hunter at Cub Creek Heating and AC. And most importantly, Doug and Hunter are not only technicians, they are craftsmen, and they take incredible pride in their work. That's why they're proud, exclusive Ream Heating and Cooling Pro Partners. Contact Doug and Hunter of Cub Creek Heating and AC today by going to klzradio.com slash HVAC. Alan Davis knows that renting electricity from Excel Energy and other power providers will cost you more and more every year. The new solar energy financial incentives are exciting because they allow a homeowner who has good sunlight on the roof of their home to pay much less for their electricity versus renting that electricity from the power company. Now there's a push to install smart meters in Colorado homes too. And that means in addition to the huge annual power bill increases, We'll have even more to pay due to the smart meter rollout. That is on top of the fact that most power companies in Colorado have dramatically increased their annual power bills far past the normal historical annual increases. Now it's common to see 15 to 20% annual increases if you continue to rent your electricity from the power companies. Typically, those who get solar installed pay about two-thirds less than they were going to pay the power company over the next 25 years. That's money back in your pocket, and you get to determine your electricity future. Call Alan Davis now at 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. Listen online 
klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason. Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with Eli Bremer. On the line right now, we have Ken DeGraff, who is our representative for the GOP from House District 22. Ken, before we even get going here, because I know that you are pro-opt-out, um, I want to say that we need more of you on the Hill and less of Jared Polis. So thank you so much for what you do. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. I guess, uh, you know, that's not that's not too much of a comparison because I think just about anything would be better than Jared Polis. But uh, I, I suppose that could also be worse. So, um, I, uh, Well, that's okay. My wife says that I clear the lowest of bars. So, you know, <laughs> that, 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 that's that's great. It's okay to clear a low bar now and then. But no. Ken, we, we, we love you for doing what you do down at the house, but you support the opt-out. We've got about seven minutes here. Jump in. We're going to give you the mic. I do support the opt-out. I think uh, well, you, you touched on it. Eli's touched on it, that the, uh, the opt-out is um, Republicans need to be choosing Republican values and, and, and choosing candidates up front. Uh, you know, we, we can talk about the, uh, the $5 million every two years that this costs, uh, that is tax. Okay, money. would would yeah. opting out explain this to me because I don't I haven't looked that deeply into it. If we opt out, does that mean we don't have to pay the money and we can use it for our system instead? No, I would I would say not. I think the uh, the most effective thing would be then the, how do we uh, save the money? The, well, I'm just telling you that as far as the opt out goes, there the the pro, you, I mean we're talking about a broad range of things the way this has gone i mean there's the uh, the prop 108 and sorry i'm trying to talk fast i guess okay seven minutes and ken fast. by the way if we need to hold you over for the next hour can you uh yeah i think so i should probably be able to I'm keep going for some phone calls um so anyways i, I wouldn't consider prop 108 a uh, a citizen led that was a very special interest led with ken theory and that was a five million dollars uh influx of of cash and i think one of the groups that's listed in the uh, the links that i sent you before was a group of uh, open primaries like open primaries incorporated i mean they they know exactly what they were doing and fair uh, and fair enough and you know as you already know eli and i are not fans of the open primary but it is what was voted in go ahead it's what it, it is what is voted in but also what was voted in was the opt-out so when it's so so Opting out is in compliance with Prop 108. Sure. And what what I see with uh, if you do the uh, the, the transitive properties of uh, that uh, compulsory self harm, uh, compulsory uh, open primary is equated to compulsory self harm. Then the open primary is self harm, and that was easily seen by the uh, the judge, and that's why it was ruled unconstitutional. So, at what point do you stop self harm? Now, your point. Uh, earlier today was that you know there's a number of right things that we need to do and it's like well at at some point you know the best time to do the right thing would have been years ago and when i started in politics and uh you know i retired from the uh, air force in uh 2027 this is great by the way all three of us are air force guys just wanted to let you know keep going okay so then so then we can't make fun of each other that's that's unfortunate so it is josh got a good dig at me today for uh, being in the, uh, the Air Force, and so that was that, that's okay. That's appropriate. Uh, uh, it's all about boots on the ground. Josh is listening. It's all it's always about boots on the ground. Oh yeah. Uh, 
I, I just prefer to support the boots on the ground from above. Fair enough. Um, the uh, uh, let me go back to Prop 108. Not a citizen, I would not consider it citizen-led. So with the $5 million, I don't think we would get that back. But if we did opt out of it, I think that money would at least would not be spent. Actually, um, can, can I jump in for a half second? A citizen-led ballot initiative is a legal definition as opposed to a, a, a legislatively referred. So you, you're, you can right, have right. A, a difference of opinion if you like the term. That's true. I've also checked, and you might have different data, uh, but if, if the Republican Party opts out, actually the state government will not save that money because they still have to send out the ballots to the unaffiliateds and run all the rest. So just to be clear, that money would not be returned and be able to be used. Yeah, and we all agree we wish that money wasn't being spent on that. It's yeah. just that opting just, out will not undo it. Yep. Continue, Ken. Yes, and that's an excellent point that Eli brought up. I, I was not – I did not – I was not taking issue with him because, yes, technically it's a citizen-led ballot initiative, but it was not. I don't think it was citizen-led. It was very special interest-led. So uh, so that that was my point. But he's right. Technically, it would be considered a citizen-led. Um, but there is the opt-out in there. And so the citizen-led initiative that says, hey, this is what it is with the open primary, you can you know, you can opt out. That is the law, that you are allowed to opt out. Now, my, you know, when we started this... One minute. Started this, Keep going. Oh, when we started this debate, uh, you know, I, I was very clear. It's like, if you want to be for the open primary, there's pros and cons. Be for the open primary. My, the, the, the initial issue is, when we're, when we're talking, when we're in this discussion, is the compulsory status quo vote that was made that was put into law by Proposition 108, which required the total, the total that 75, greater than 75% of the total electorate. So that means, and as you said today, that, uh, but it seems different than your original opinion when I went back and looked at some uh, Well, by the way, that, Ken, really quick here, I agree with you. When they required you to get 75% of all your members not mm-hmm. not just the ones attending, but all your members to agree to opt out before you can opt out. I felt that that was unfair and a bar way too high. I agree, but it is okay. the law. What would you consider? Oh yeah, it is the it is the law. But we can work within the law. The law gives us, and and the law, the law gives us what I would say is the ability to cut the spring that holds the trap. Okay, now uh, so we, we gotta go, we gotta go to break right now. Can we hold you over the break? Okay, that's Ken DeGraff. Uh, that's it for our number one and our number two, or that's it for our number two. And our number three, Eli and I will keep looking at the Colorado GOP. What's next? Can it be saved? Then I'll be joined by Jersey Joe. So keep it right here on Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.